2: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's See, get the let latest go. from Green Bay from Mike Clemens, <laughs> brought to you by Jim Dandy's on South 27th Street in Oak Creek. Watch the Green Bay games at Jim Dandy's with $2 domestic taps, $3 rails, and $4 imports, plus free food at halftime. JimDandysgrill.com.
1: All right, let's here from Mike Clemens, our Green and Gold Insider, and uh, looking forward to hearing from Mike Clemens because this is the first thing he wanted me to play.
2: Hey Aaron, do you think um, based on how Tampa defended you that teams, uh, you know, have a better handle on the maturation of year one to year two?
0: So because of one game, what is it? Million blind mark.
2: Our team's figuring you out.
0: One out of five. Are you okay? Uh, yeah, Rob, fine.
2: You Just seem a little down in the dumps, is all.
0: I'm definitely not down in the dumps, so don't don't yeah. project that onto me, because that's okay. that's not a reality.
2: Okay.
1: Yeah, there he is, smiley, happy Aaron Rodgers, who earlier in that presser last Wednesday uh, well, that said, "Rob
3: Demosky." "Yeah, that's yeah, that's he Rob. yeah, he went after Rob."
1: Yeah. So go after
3: so no Rob. Oh
1: come well, on. Okay, he didn't go after him. Sorry.
3: Rob's a big boy. What, what he did he like Was it was Mike Clemens, that going yeah, after him? Or what was that what is it? Well, that, ask Mike Clemens what
1: it is. All right, go ahead, Clemens.
4: Well, um, they just got their ass kicked by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I th- were trying to ask questions that the fans are asking. Is like, you know, wow, did you see a defense that might be a blueprint for beating this Lafleur offense? Just stay at home, watch your gaps, a physical team, uh, and because, man, I've watched that game now twice, and even though the Packers were moving the ball in their first couple of series. Rodgers had happy feet early in that game. I just, like, like, there was something he was unnerved about, and I can't figure out why he was that relaxed, and then he goes up against the Texans, which has got a horrible secondary, and you know, but you got J.J. Watt on the other side, and he was as cool as could be. I, I can't figure it out, but he was definitely unnerved early in the game in Tampa, then he throws the two picks, and then it just, and then he starts taking shots. He got hit a dozen times, and it kind of went downhill from there. So that's all that uh, Mark was asking was, you know, do you think it's a blueprint? And he was in a bad mood, and it, it quickly, you know, deteriorated from there. Last Wednesday, uh, so today Rogers was on did his Tuesday spot on that Pat McAfee podcast, and they talked about it.
0: I will address, you know, last Wednesday. I think it was uh, it was one of the poorest set of questions that I've received all year, and I think I've been really good on those. And I try and be as thoughtful as possible and give them answers, you know, that, that answer their question and maybe give them some insight. But I thought, you know, some of the questions were just um, poor questions. So, mm-hmm. and look, I know they have a job to do, and I'm not saying it's easy. And when it started off, the way it started off with that question, beginning the, the press conference. It, uh, it really didn't get much better at that point.
2: <laughs> that was the first question? I didn't know that was the first question. First question.
0: I <laughs> um, yeah, I can't say it was everybody. I don't want to throw everybody under the bus. But uh, there were a few good questions in there. But I'm going to talk to them tomorrow, and I know they can, they can do better than they did last week. You know that everything you say is going to cause a firestorm anyways. But look, I mean, I don't think they should be sensitive about it. It's Mark Danos. I've known Mark for years, and I've been on his radio show and, and worked with him for a long time. And I think Mark does a really good job. I have nothing against Mark at all. I just didn't think it was a great question.
1: Big Daddy Rogers is going to talk to you media people, Clemens. Shame on you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't be trying to fuel that. I'm not fueling anything. Like I said last week, after it no, aired I'm and we played it last to. week when it aired and played. It's funny to me that during that presser on Wednesday, he talked about how his team can get emotional. It can't be oh all about being God. up and down and everything else. Then he talked about we need to move on and talk about the next game. That game's done. Every other week leading up to that Wednesday, you love talking about the last game when you played so well. You couldn't wait to talk about that game. Now you suck, and now you don't want to talk about that game anymore. And you're not getting emotional. They're just bad questions, man. You need to stop. That that, that type of stuff irritates me because then he goes Everything on the McAfee show. You. Probably true. But then he goes on McAfee's show, <laughs> right? And he knows those guys are gonna be his boys no matter what. I mean, nobody's gonna well, go yeah, after him yeah, on that course, show. That's why he's on that show, right? Yeah, so he right, goes right. on that show AJ and A.J.
4: Hawk is on there. That's why he does it, because his yeah, buddy A. J. Yeah. Hawk is trying yeah. to start this thing up. So he's doing right. it for the yeah. his former well, teammate.
1: Well Pat McAfee is awesome too. I mean yeah. McAfee's a good dude. Yeah. So but either way, so I mean that is what it is, and now he gets his shot back in the media. I, I said earlier, and Gary and Leroy laughed at me, but if I was you, I wouldn't ask him anything about himself and anything he's done in the game going forward. I would ask so him about the do defense. Your I don't would do job. Don't ask your him, job
3: to get back at him. Why? Don't do your job.
1: What do you mean, don't do your job? Why wouldn't they be doing their job? Hey, talk about that great interception the defense made over the weekend. Hey, what about the job there by Zidarius Smith? I'd just be done talking to him about him. I'd talk about everybody else. No big deal. We, we don't need quotes team. about you. Well, the rest of the guys aren't going to pout. I mean, he, he's everybody straight up Everybody wants
3: to know about the quarterback. So make it work, Mike. Da- uh, Mike, da- Mark Daniels is a professional. Rob yeah, uh, is a professional. yeah. Mark Daniels
1: did respond on Twitter actually today. Speaking of professional, he
3: can handle himself. Let me
1: see what uh, his response was.
3: And I know Mike. So that was can. Mark who asked that question. Was that yeah. Rob? Dan- no. Mark
1: Dan- started it, and then Rob jumped in to help Rob Mark and asked right. if. Uh, Aaron was okay, and then he got offended by that, too. And also, oh, yeah. Rob jumped into okay, okay. Yeah, he, he came in to, oh, to so, kind of okay. help. Like, dude, are you all right, Aaron? Okay. You seem down. And then Aaron didn't like that either.
3: Yeah, we just got beat, just like you're acting J.J. Watt. How does it feel to be one in six? How do you think? <laughs> Man, slap yourself. That's what I wanted to say. Don't say, ask me a more substantive question. You know the guy's not in a good mood, uh, Mike Clem. You've been doing this before Gary was born. You know you gotta have a balance with these guys, man. You know that. Listen,
4: and nobody breaks it down better.
1: Mark Mark Daniels responded to Aaron Rodgers, retweeted the Pat McAfee. Why Uh, did he respond? He did. He responded, uh, retweeted McAfee's Aaron Rodgers uh, thing that we just played, and said, "Time to defend my honor, your honors." Objection uh, <laughs> on phrasing noted. The intended inference was, if a good bucks defense delivered a blueprint for shutting them down, I say they did. All good. Twelve. I'll be there tomorrow.
4: Maybe Let's what be, let, Aaron? Maybe what Aaron okay, Rodgers' yeah. deal was? He came into the post game conference to us in Tampa, uh, pretty relaxed. Like, okay, you know, you know something, yeah. and he repeated yeah. what I think his coach told that team in the visitors' locker room guys, you know it in your hearts, this was a bad week of practice. We came back from a buy, and we, had, we put out a bad week of practice, and this is the results. and this is why this can't happen again. Mm-hmm. And so Aaron just repeated that. Yeah, bad week of practice. You know, some guys didn't follow through, and so he used that. But still, you know, you, I get home from Florida Monday night, and I get a chance to watch this thing. They watch the tape. And it's, I think it's fair to at least have three or four questions to say, Okay, so after a day or two to ponder this, what do you think the Buccaneers did? How good a team are they? You're Mike you might face them again in the postseason. There what you go. learn from that? And it's like, you know, on to Cincinnati, like Bill Belichick. That's what he was doing to us.
3: No, they they really were. I, I think, though, Mike, you know, if you, you try to get past all the interviews, you guys do a great job. Sometimes guys get sensitive, and we want the raw emotion. And that's what we got. And so, you know, it's, 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 it's one of those things. Now, uh, you take the good with the bad. You're right. J.J. Watt, one-word answers. I mean, he was upset, yeah. too. Is, isn't that what we want, though, as
4: media guys? I don't, know. I don't. I'm not looking to just, you know, piss guys off for clickbait. I'm not interested. I'm just trying to tell what is the team doing today to put a winning team on the field at, at this weekend and to get to the playoffs and to the Super Bowl. This afternoon, the Houston Chronicle, one of their best columnists, just posted, it's time to trade J.J. Watt. Mm -hmm. With a week away from the deadline, it's time to say goodbye. He's been great. He's 31. This team has all kinds of needs. You know, they traded, they gave up their first and second round pick to get that Tunzel kid out of uh, Miami. He's the fourth-year player. That's the left tackle, the future, for Deshaun Watson. They need to make up with these uh, First-round picks. They need to get a new coach, a cutting-edge coach. All this stuff. They got to rebuild. Why would you keep JJ Watson around for this? Let's get some more draft picks for him. And that's what that's what's going on in Houston right now. Well, I'm okay Mike, with that. No, Hopefully, the oh, Packers can. Yeah, get
3: it. yeah. Gary, you want to follow up real quick?
4: No, go ahead, Mike? Want, yeah.
3: yeah, Mike. See, no. That's when I will go. I, you know, every year I've done this, I always would meet with Lee Rimmel. And this was after I met with this our therapist because I wanted to know, how do you deal with the media after wins and losses? How do I deal with my family wins and losses? I don't want to go blame my family after every time slamming stuff down. So they taught me, the media training, that, Leroy, these guys are not here to be your friend. But you have to answer the same questions and be professional. But he would, that's the one thing, and to be fair, he would never, he told me Mike, to never waste you guys time with Quick, one word answer. Then he also said, "Leroy," I, and he looked over his glasses. Don't talk so much, right? So there is a balance.
4: Yeah, but see, you know, but we came to you because, as I have always said, if I talked to Chamura and Brett would always have something great to say, Reggie would have his own take on things, and then you get you talk to four or five of those players, and then you go go back to Butler's locker and say, "Well, this guy said this, and this guy said this. What do you think?" And you. Tied, you tied it all up in a bowl, and I knew when you were saying what part I have to keep inside this locker from a team, but I will give you this, so the, what, the obvious from the outside that you can confirm, because I'm always going to these players to say, this is my take. Am I right or wrong? And then they can, they can either help me or turn me down or say no comment, and sometimes when they say no comment, that says a lot. But I'm just trying to be as accurate as I can, understanding that it's still a strategic sport and they've got to worry about a game plan for the next week and all those kinds of things.
1: Yep. Talking with Mike Clemens here on the Wendy's Big Show, our embedded green and gold reporter. We'll uh, see
3: Mike February when the end of February, when do we see him back in Milwaukee, y'all? February,
1: March? Yeah, when probably like March. Something like that. <laughs> around the, that time frame. Hey, uh, Mike, you know, the, the other thing is, uh, you know, you, you beat the Texans without essentially half your team here, uh, with all of those guys being out. Of all those guys that were missing, do you expect any of those guys back for the Vikings game this weekend, or do you think they hold them out again to get them ready for the Niners game next Thursday?
4: Yeah, Vikings are 1-5. Um they already seem to be like they're looking toward next year already. I don't know if Delvin Cook is going to be back from this groin injury he suffered going into their bye. Uh, so the question is, can you beat the Vikings without Aaron Jones? I think they can. I think they can. And I think with a healthy Devontae Adams as well, that they can attack those young corners. One of their corners was on the injury list uh, last that we saw before going into that. And you get these guys at home for what it's worth. And, and outdoors, uh, the Vikings seem to be at one and five. I don't see that they're a team that's going to, you know, make a resurgence of any kind. They started out with kind of a tough schedule with some of the play, teams that they they had to play. Um, but yeah, I, I and and Bakhtiari, do, you know, do you think that they can get by with him? I know he said he's feeling better. I don't see him coming
1: back. No, nope, I don't see any reason to play him either. I mean, with Danielle Hunter out and they trade the other dude uh, to Baltimore, I, I think they're okay there. You know, and, and getting it to that offensive line, Clemens. Let's talk about that bro. Uh... You know,
4: and they and they traded Yannicka Gakaway
1: last week, right? Because they didn't want to pay him. Right, they didn't want to pay. The him.
4: Signal that okay, we're done. Because if Daniel Hunter can't come back from the herniated disc, the, the the neck injury, then what's the point of having this other guy? Because we're going to have to pay him next year, and that's pretty much already waving the white flag. We're on to 2021.
1: No question. Totally agree. What about this Packers offensive line without David Bakhtiari this last week? I'll be honest. I didn't think Billy Turner was going to play that well. He played way better than I thought he was going to play.
4: Yeah, the thing is is that Corey Lindsley has this chronic back thing. So when you start talking about center, okay, you put in Lucas Patrick as the backup. Well, Lucas Patrick is busy right now. He's playing right guard. And Jake Hansen was your next center that you had. Uh, but he's on IR as a kid that they picked up in the draft from Oregon. You know, he used to snap to Justin Herbert, the star rookie quarterback for the Chargers. So I started looking around this stuff It's like, all right, now you start getting into a serious, you know, barrel roll here. A guy like you'd have to move Elton Jenkins from left guard, and you maybe you'd have to put in John Runyon, the rookie from Michigan, you know, into that position. The other tackle, if if Rick Wagner gets hurt again, and he gets hurt, a lot. He's playing right tackle right now. The only other tackle you had active in Houston was Josh Nyman, six foot seven, three hundred and fifteen pounds, twenty mm-hmm. four year old out of Virginia Tech. It's his second year around the organization. I think he has improved his pass protection. I certainly could be a run blocker. He certainly could hold down right tackle. I guess Billy Turner did okay at the left tackle position. But then you start looking and it's and they they released a guard that they had signed for just a week. Yesterday, there's only two other offensive linemen on the practice squad. But they're out looking at kickers, and they're signing slot guys from the Panthers. And so I asked Lafleur about this yesterday afternoon. he said, yeah, because it's one of these things like, so is Goody hanging on to more of these receivers just because of their value and because he thinks that that's a position of higher injury? Uh, At the same time, it's hard to find the big guys on the offensive line that they talk about but it's probably even harder to train the playbook to a receiver than it is to a backup guard or tackle. Mm-hmm. And LaFleur, you know, he confided that, yeah, you know, he said that's just the realities of what we're dealing with right now. Um, you Sure, you'd always like to have about one or two more at that position, but he didn't seem to be hitting the panic button. I mean, all in all, he's got eight guys, nine guys uh, that are in the building, whether practice squad or in the active, that can get ready if they t- if they suffer two injuries to that offensive line. But this, you know, I mean, Lucas Patrick is, is missed time. Corey Lindsley is missed time. Rick Wagner's missed time his whole eight years of his career.
1: Michael, thank you so much for coming on. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you again on uh, Thursday as we get ready for the Don't Vikings on Sunday. Out.
4: Thank you, Big Thanks, Show. Buddy.
1: Take care. There he is, Mike Clements on the Great Midwest Bank. Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started now at GreatMidwestBank.com.
2: You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance.